We're just trying to change the world here, people. Oh, really? The Facebooking and the tweeting and the Instagramming, all that would not exist without our understanding of science. So it's amazing that you took that as an insult. If you mean true for you is different from true for anybody else. Have yeah, to come to absolutely, because I can't think either got to be true or not. I can't, no, no. Welcome back. It's O'Reilly Radio. This is show 142 for Friday, February 3rd, 2017, where we dismantle the current events for your edutainment through mostly rational conversations that make you go O'Reilly. I'm your host, Andy Cowan, and I have my usual suspects with me. I've got... I don't have Stephen Griffith. I need to remove his name from the from the role. Uh, <laughs> I've got Amber Bissager. I've got Fred Sims, and I've got David O'Connor. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. We survived another week, so at least there's that. But uh, we've got got a few things to talk about. We've got uh, some audience feedback from previous shows. Uh, we did get one message. Uh, you may recognize who it's from. I'll I'll just go ahead and let them let them read it. All right. Um, we did get a message from some random person. Uh, title of the message is Science Bitches Reaction. Good evening, Andy and fellow O'Reilly members. I'm writing in regards to your recent Science Bitches segment discussing the science behind Man Bear Pig. <laughs> Given my history on the show, it could be reason that this is science under which I would live in fear. Generally speaking, the advances we tend to discuss on Science Bitches are advances in technology geared toward our eventual domination by sentient machines. I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. And apparently so does David. I saw the further notes. <laughs> it has been well documented on previous episodes that I am wholly mistrusting of all AI. Given this history, it could be concluded that the mixing of species would equally terrify me as one of the endgames being the eventual human destruction by animals given human awareness and intelligence. However, <laughs> I am 100% behind a science that begins to blend the species into a chimera of sorts. Just thinking about being able to replace my arms with those of an orangutan, and as well as pump my muscles full of monkey strength, gives me hope for my chances in the eventually human versus terminator fight. I am fully aware that in my current meat sack, I am woefully outmatched in a hand-to-metal-hand combat situation. A monkey-paw-to-metal-hand combat situation, however, makes me think we humans have a fighting chance when Alexa gathers her robotic <laughs> minions to start the human slaughter. Thank you for giving me hope, despite my paranoid delusions. You are a light in the all-consuming darkness that is robot overlords. Anticipatingly yours, Fred Sims, co-host O'Reilly Radio. Oh my god, you're so welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, we do make mistakes, and sometimes we just need to be, uh, need a little commentary on it. So please, if you find anything like that, go ahead and shoot us a note over at oreallyradiopodcast at gmail.com, or you can phone it in at 470-222-ORLY-6759. And I will play those on the air as well so that your voice can be heard. I'd also like to thank our patrons. Uh, we have a Patreon page, and we have patrons. We actually have people that care enough <laughs> to share their loot with us. We've got Donald Davis, Melissa G., Henry, Daniel Duncan, and Dan Smith. Thank you all for contributing to the show, and some of you for contributing to the show for like two years. So, major props. Thank you very, very much. And I'm going to make, a, um, make every effort that I can within the bounds of my life that... I'm going to put more up on Patreon and actually uh, do a little more upkeep on that because you're paying us, so therefore we ought to actually deliver some product. So thank you very much for that. Mm -hmm. All right. So 
It's damage report time. <sighs> We're, uh... Two weeks. This week in Oh Fuck. <laughs> two weeks. It's been two weeks. Two weeks since, uh... Things yeah. were normal. Can we, can we get a soundbite of Picard saying damage report? Uh, yes. We can, and we sure will. That we we shall do that. Um... Okay, President Trump, yeah, that's it. Uh, since he's been president for two weeks, we've got more and more stuff every day of weird, random stuff that he's been doing, or his administration as a whole. <clears throat> so, this show, uh, as it's typically going to be one of our off weeks so that we can do other things, uh, this is not the time to take a week off. This is the time to continue and let everyone know that this is not normal. Hmm. These these things that we're seeing should not be allowed to rest and become a background noise. We need to to pay attention to what's going on. There's so much that really we can't fit it all into the show, so I skimmed uh, several sources to try and find some nuggets of wisdom that we can share, because... If you know, if it was a daily show that we're doing, we could do this. We could just go through everything that's going on, but that's so not possible on a on a weekly format. So let's see. Uh, federal judges blocked the Muslim ban, which of course they're denying is a Muslim ban, even while they're calling it a Muslim ban. Uh, and the enforcement is continued uh, to. They've continued to enforce it in certain parts of the country going against the court orders, which is then causing a bit of a constitutional crisis. So we'll, we'll see exactly how that works as the executive branch and the judicial branch. Wow. I can talk. I can, I swear, <laughs> uh, as they continue to clash. Uh, however, uh, Justin Trudeau, the pr- president, prime PM. minister, prime minister yeah, of Canada, mm-hmm. Uh, he has tweeted out, because that's apparently where we get all of our news from world leaders these days, uh, <laughs> that Canada will go ahead and take anyone that the United States has cast aside. Um, way down here in the notes, actually, apparently there were 100,000 people that had their visas revoked due to the travel ban. 100,000. I, I don't know if, uh, if Trudeau knew what he was getting into with the size of the ball that Trump is dropping. Yeah, but they're good people. They're good people. And they do have the land. It's just, it's going to be cold. Oh, yeah. They can warm themselves up with some poutine. And each other. (laughs) I'm just going to let that lay. Okay, that's good. (laughs) All right, so, uh, yeah, uh, Trump has put Bannon on the Security Council. A racist? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Breitbart, Breitbart editor? Yeah. I just yeah. feel that anytime okay. we say his name, we need to point out that he is a white supremacist. Like, he is a racist. So it should just be every time. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. Um, yes. Yeah. Is, is it slander if it's true? <laughs> no, I'm no. pretty sure that's, that's... In my National Security Council? Apparently. Yeah, as opposed to, you know... What is it? The uh, director of national intelligence. That's yeah. who's not on the Security Council anymore. Right. And the, the chief of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. 
He's he don't need him on the National Security Council either. No, yeah. we'll just unless discussions pertain to their areas, you know, like when you attack Yemen. Yeah, they're they're areas which mean they should be on all the time because of that whole national security thing. Uh, yeah, so that's fun. Uh, he's also making sure that uh, again, Bannon, the uh, oh, what did you call him? Uh, white supremacist. Right, I, th- I think guy. he's a white supremacist. Um, he is uh, also making sure that apparently there's a a very tightened control of information coming out of the White House. Um, he's Bannon note taking. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> These essentially you can you can boil it down to it being <laughs> yeah. I'm just walking past that one. Um, that it, it, it ain't making me laugh, but I get it. <laughs> that they're removing the essence of a paper trail that is just going to go away. Um, the Trump administration's chief strategist, by the way, that's that's technically Bannon's title, um, has already taken control of both policy and process on national security. So, this yeah, is you know, end well, you know, those emails that get deleted all the time. Yeah, they're going immediately to trash. They're not even keeping no, they're, anything. They're not even being generated. That's possibly true. They're they're doing everything by word of mouth. There's another historical leader that did that too, but was that? To... I've been informed that it's too early in the cycle to uh, to make those comparisons. To, Are we going to Godwin's Law this? No. But see, that's the Do we beautiful have to thing. Too early. That there was next too soon. Well, no, that's the beautiful <laughs> thing soon. is that you can say it's too early to make those comparisons, and then ask if it's... we're going to Godwin's Law this, and then everyone knows what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's far too early mm-hmm. to mention Nazis, right? It's far too early. No, no, because Steve Bannon. We gotta oh. we gotta wait eight to ten years, and then we can we can pick up the pieces and go, huh? Are how did this happen? Are you sure? Because the White House statement on International Holocaust Remembrance Day didn't mention the Jews or anti-Semitism at all. Because yeah. they all lived mattered it by saying others were killed too. Um, mm-hmm. All those Jews dying is a super downer. I don't want to remembrance <laughs> that. But that's why you have to remember so that way we don't have the same kind of thing happen again, oh. say in 2017. No, it'd be 2019. Oh, that's right. Old, yeah, because it, you gotta have a couple years to, you know, actually build up those FEMA death camps. Yeah, and we've gotta have no, they, crystal knocked first. They're already mm-hmm. built. They need to put in barbed wire fencing and then fill them in time for the next election. Right. With felons who just <laughs> all happen to vote Democrat. This is, this hurts. <laughs> this hurts. All of it hurts. Okay, so. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what I think is going to happen. No, no, no. It's it's merely an alt fact of the future. That's that's all it could be. It's an alternate future, maybe. Yes. Uh, also, at this point, uh, Trump has marked CNN, the Washington Post, and the New York Times as fake news, and has urged that uh, Fox is is really your source for all of your information, okay. other than well, they're fair and tweets. balanced. Right. No. It's what it says on the tin. But it's shit in the tin. Yes. <laughs> they they are fair fair skinned and they have balanced <laughs> diets. That is accurate. 
That's that's true. And fair hair. Most of them are, you know, blonde and yeah. They're a little Aryan, maybe. Just weird. Just a little. Um They have they're so fair and balanced, they've gotten to a point of such fairness and such balance that not even Megan Kelly wants to be there anymore. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I think occasionally been, she can be she can be a good reporter. You know, I was going to say it's it's been interesting to me just watching her slowly pivot. Yeah. I'm not well, saying the, that she's, you know, a, a banner of fucking equality and logic. I'm just saying that over the past couple years, it's been really interesting to watch her kind of slowly start to turn in a different direction. Yeah. She, well, how do I put this <laughs> into context? Well, she was given a lot of marching orders that she didn't feel that she could follow in many cases. Well, here's, here's the deal I feel with Megan Kelly is essentially she aged out of that news, news program. Oh. And they, they want the early 20s blonde chick. They don't want, you know, the person that's moving into their 30s. That's too old. Hmm. I think men, it was... men, ha- men can stay on Fox News until they die. <laughs> well, Megan Kelly is Wim- 46. Wim- wow. Okay, yeah, she's definitely aging out. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's out of the demographic. Uh, the- Tommy She'll be dead Lerner. in four years, because, you know, Tommy, women... <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she won't be dead in four years. She just won't be, quote-unquote, desirable to the audience. Yeah, you know, dead years. in media terms. Okay. Yeah, fair. Yeah, dead fair. Yeah, that kind of thing. She'll be a news reporter's mom. That's what... They'll start <laughs> casting her as the mom in news reporter oh, movies. Oh, it's, wow. It's okay, Megan. Maybe we'll let you do the weather at 4 a.m. <laughs> I think another big turning point in in her decisions and and what ended up with her leaving was essentially her one on one battle with Trump throughout the campaign. Um, mm-hmm. You know the the fact that for years she was the face of essentially Republican reporting and you know that that person that you know she always had their back and kind of vice versa. You know it wasn't going to be daggers and then all of a sudden this guy comes on there and. You know, essentially, you know, it's just jumps just some broad starts treating her like shit. And hmm. Megan Kelly, the, just some broad. I don't I don't I feel like there's more to that story. Uh, like there's, there's stuff more. going behind behind the scenes that made her confrontational with Trump. They've they've. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't I, surprise me at all. I just this, I, I think that was a a. a Pretty yeah, big deal Fox in, in what turned her. The mouthpiece of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And you cannot have an a an, a woman an uppity who's woman aging and ha- you know <laughs> stops following the program. You can't have that. If I w- if I were to assess this as just knowing some of the stuff that goes on in regards to this, what I would say probably happened is that Megan Kelly was one of those girls who um oh I have all guy friends because I'm the cool girl mm. and this will never happen to me because I'm the cool girl and then it happened to her and she was looking for Fox essentially to stand up for her and defend her and by and large they didn't 
all these people she's been pandering to all these years. Yeah, they don't, they don't do and that kind of thing anymore. And she's starting to see, you know, for the first time maybe that uh, what she's sown hmm. and what they're sowing. Yeah, they're sowing that her value is only in repeating what she's told, not in having thoughts of her own. And she thought and she was above that because she yeah. was the cool girl. Well, now they have Tommy Lahren. Mm-hmm. Who has the same exact mindset? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is younger. And, uh, but is young, you know. And she doesn't know. She's the ingenue. She does. You know, they they can keep her essentially. Uh, she'll have handlers that will keep her beautifully oblivious of of what's really going on around her for years and years. Until she ages out. And she will, and they'll find somebody else. There's well, no shortage. No. No, there there certainly is not. So, <clears throat> um, and that was just on, on news and, and media, which obviously we we have to watch since they're the ones that are actually telling us about this stuff, since we have we all have, like, day jobs and stuff. So we kind of... Weird. We kind of need them to have this as a day job as well. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, uh... There was a acting attorney general <clears throat> who was fired for doing attorney general things. Oh, no, no, no. She was the holdover attorney general for, uh, from, from Obama. Obama. Yeah. Well, they she, have an acting attorney general now. Well, yeah, but she was. She was the acting attorney the general. The acting attorney general. That was her title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she was. Not going to enforce the Muslim ban because it was clearly was not, unconstitutional. It's not that she wasn't going to enforce it; she wasn't going to defend it in court. Yeah, which is not defending it, not supporting it. Right. All, all well, not enforcing it. Yeah, the people enforcing it, there's already people enforcing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sadly, yes. Uh, but which, she wasn't going to argue the government's case that it was actually constitutional. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you guys heard that. She was at one point questioned by, I think it was Jeff Sessions himself, about whether or not she would be willing to go against an executive order from Obama. And when she said that she would then, it was fine. It was great. Mm -hmm. So all Mm -hmm. she did was her job. Mm -hmm. So she's actually pretty much kind of a hero. And I don't have her name. What's her name? Sally Yates. Sally Yates. Okay. Because, oh look, the patriarchy exists everywhere, and it's just, she's just the uh, acting attorney general. They didn't bother to actually put her name anywhere on the headlines. And it's I, it's weird. It's almost like they were looking for an excuse to fire her. Mm, almost. Almost. Mm, maybe something like that. Weird. Mm. Uh, Sally Yates. Probably misspelled it, but I'll fix it later. Fix it in post. Okay. Uh, I am getting reports that we are a little bit of a kung fu movie right now. Where are? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Someone yeah. just mentioned it to me. Uh, I'm f- I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but I think my system is just getting really laggy. I'm going to have to be doing some scrubbing of my SSDs. Uh, things are things yeah. are a little weird here. You need to get some NVMEs. You know, it's only so much money. <laughs> there really is. There's only so much money. 
Um, but we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk tech later. But uh, yes, we are aware, and I'm. I'm sorry. I'll do what I can to composite things back together to make it. Um, I have a, a, a listener less... who's telling me that it keeps saying "live video interrupted." Weird. Like it's that bad, apparently. That's That's only one person, though. Well, uh, it does look like it is dropping some frames out to Facebook. Okay. So I'm not sure what's going on there. But the Twitch stream seems to be solid. So you can always go over to Twitch, and then you can talk to us in the chat room. So if you're watching on Facebook... That is an option for you as well. Of course, also, we will upload it to YouTube later. And, of course, the audio itself is uninterrupted. And that will all go out uh, nice and neat in the podcast later. So, sorry. We're still working on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's see. So, Saliates and then, uh, yeah, Senate altered the rules to approve Steve Munchen and... Tom Price. And also they're pushing pushing through for Jeff Sessions as the Attorney General. <sighs> yeah, so what happened here was um, the Democrats in going through and looking at the votes for Munchen and Price essentially wanted more time to question both uh, nominees. When they weren't given more time, they decided we're not going to show up to the vote. We'll just boycott that vote so that we can try and force them to give us the time to ask the additional questions we want to ask them. The It was then decided to change the rules so that they could have the vote without any Democrats being present, and both were approved at 14-0 votes uh, and pushed through. I'm shocked. This is my shocked face. Weird. Yeah. Totally yeah. shocked that the Republicans would just totally just rewrite all the rules so they don't have to ever reach across the aisle and work with Democrats. Yeah, especially given that the Democrats themselves were like, "Hey, look, there's some shady stuff in their past. They they don't they don't pass muster. We got to we got to look mm-hmm. into them more and actually do our jobs." No, we don't. And since we're clearing up misconceptions here, you will inaccurately hear people compare this to 2013 when the Democrats essentially made changes to the nomination process as well. Now, the difference there being um, once upon a time, as Obama was trying to set his cabinet for his uh, second run as president, the Republicans were dragging their feet on a few of the nominees, and it was decided that Instead of having to go through the filibuster on cabinet picks and then get uh, 60 votes in order to have them approved, they were just going to go with a simple majority was enough to win. And since they had those numbers at the time, they were able to do this. Now, if you can't see the difference between changing it to Mm -hmm. you need a simple majority to changing it to we no longer need your side in the vote. Yeah. There's a a huge problem there. There's a gulf Mm -hmm. in between. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, uh, moving right along, Trump signs executive orders uh, requiring that for every one new regulation, two must be revoked. This was uh, in their party platform, so he actually is mm-hmm. just. I, I, I want to point out, and the point has been made many times, but not necessarily here on the on the podcast. 
He's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. The liberal-minded, the, the progressive left, we knew that he was going to do that. We really hoped he wasn't. And that's why we were scared, because he was he said exactly what he was going to do, and all of it was bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now he's doing it, and people are realizing that it's bad. Some of the Republicans... The ones that said, oh, no, he doesn't really mean that. You know, no, that's, that's yeah. more just, you know, a metaphor. Yeah, the ones who said that and then voted for him because he means what he says. Those, yeah. Yeah. yeah those. That cognitive dissonance. Yeah, yeah, those are the people that, that are was... getting a little bit of uh, buyer's remorse. I don't even know that it's cognitive dissonance. I just – willful ignorance – is it is more likely because closer to that. I mean, when I had these conversations with people and even after he won and I said, OK, these are the things he said he was going to do. And this is why he's a piece of shit. And I would still get, oh, that's not going to happen. That'll never happen. Fast yeah. forward um, two weeks into his presidency. <clears throat> they the the bottom line was. Eh, Trump won the nomination for GOP candidate. Got the nod. And there was this huge rally of not Trump, not ever, among the GOP base. Yep. And you will notice that there is a specific date (laughs) that all of that ended. And that is when Hillary beat Bernie. Mm -hmm. And 25 years of Pavlovian conditioning to hate the word Clinton kicked in all at once. And... They got used to the idea of, I can vote for this guy. This guy's really got my back. I hate everything about Clinton. You know, she's a terrible, awful person who sacrifices children and skins them in the back of a pizza restaurant. If you're, and, if you're <laughs> Alex Jones, that's, that's the narrative. Yeah. Right. But a no, lot quite of quite literally, leaders, that's what he said she did. And he's credentialed media, so, I mean, it's got to be trustworthy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's got enough audience to make a living, and um, he makes a good living, as I understand it. Yeah. The uh, yeah, though that twenty-five years of Pavlovian conditioning that the GOP put into place against Hillary Clinton ever being president kicked in, and they rallied, and they unified as a party behind the idea that it can't be her. I'd rather take the Antichrist. So now they have the Antichrist, and some of them are able to defeat that programming because they're realizing right away that they are now targeted for very negative things in their life as a result of what they did. Yep. Now, I, I, I find it or interesting. Or they immediately felt the effects when the travel ban came into place because there were a lot of immigrants voted Trump. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sad. Okay, so uh, Trump has picked Neil Gorsh as uh, the Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Yep. Just Gorsuch. like it. Just like Gorsuch. it sounds, or just like it's spelled. I, I, I put a space more, after I the R before the S. I liked my more Polish. Yeah, Gorsh. Gorsuch? Okay, so Neil Gorsuch uh, has been deemed to be the uh, celebrity Supreme Court nominee. 
as he was picked in a fantastical little pomp and circumstance in primetime television. And you said that there was just, just minus the rose, and otherwise it was like The Bachelor, but for SCOTUS? Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially. The only thing that was missing was a rose. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, ideologically, he's supposed to be actually more I, conservative than Scalia. I love the wording in this sentence. Go for it. Gorsuch would be the most conservative justice, save for the silent stalwart Justice Clarence Thomas. <laughs> Gorsuch oh is an originalist. He's, he's only silent because Scaly is not there to write his opinions for him. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. here comes near <laughs> Neil Gorsuch to the rescue. Yeah. Once more, the silent stalwart Justice Clarence Thomas <laughs> can copy his buddy's notes until he dies. <laughs> Justice Clarence Thomas, uh yeah, what he said. I'll just <laughs> I'll just sign on. I'm I'm a consenting opinion with, with the Honorable Justice there. Okay. I agree with Scalia. <clears throat> mm-hmm. which, which part? Is there any part that you disagree with? No. No, no, I, I do not <laughs> dissent. What part do you no. take uh do you agree with most? All of it. Can you <laughs> name one part that you agree with more than another? No. Well I I, I do believe that he might have had a past participle in there somewhere that I'm I'm not Certain that that is appropriate, but he just split the infinitive. But everything, no, that that's an autistic license thing. He does at, that sometimes. It's okay. At which point <laughs> Scalia backhanded him, and he was like, "No, it was good. No, nah, okay, uh, everything I, was fine." I was kidding. I was kidding. It, it must no have mistakes. Been, it must have been some bad coleslaw in the cafeteria. Or he doesn't even. By the end, he would, didn't even have to backhand him. He would just take out the baby powder and set it on oh, his desk. Oh, that's so. Oh, okay. Oh, we're we're definitely okay. painting a picture. Here. How, okay. how many how many bets on uh, he starts wearing an Oculus Rift so that he can look over and see Scalia and Scalia? Just augmented reality, <laughs> really? Wow, <laughs> augmented reality just put him in there. The sad walking That's... away music plays. <laughs> oh. oh no no! Don't make him like the Hulk. No. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so also Rex Tillerson is confirmed as the Secretary of State uh, amid yeah. apparently record opposition. Uh, the votes against Mr. Tillerson's confirmation were the most in Senate history. Huh. That's impressive. That's hey, impressive. I mean, well, some of this I just don't understand. Like, he's just a big oil man with huge ties to Russia, what's the worst that could happen? Do you have your tinfoil hat? (laughs) (laughs) Ah. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) That is like, David, go ahead. That's like your entire segment opener. I mean, really. What's the worst that could happen, David? Oh, we should have a David-specific segment. It's just called, what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? And then uh, David will tell us. He will, yeah, because David and, knows these things. And then we all lived underground. <laughs> <laughs> That's how each segment ends. And then we all lived underground. Well, one of two That's ways. He good. mixes it up. And then we all got off this rock. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, that's the best case scenario. Well, is that we get on like kindergartners <laughs> listening to a live reading at the library. It'll be fun. Yeah, getting off this rock means that humanity wins. Um, we get to pick and choose, right? Uh, I don't. Is know it a that, choose your own adventure? I don't know that the lizard people are going to allow us to choose who gets to go. <laughs> I'm not sure. That the that's, only that's the way case. it'll work is if there's some way to create a a a cheaply manufactured in your garage technology that can propel people to space. <laughs> Bookshelf zombie in the in the chat room saying that Voltec is calling. So uh, yeah, we, well, we might we might be right there. Of course, I mean, uh, Voltec. They, they did experiments on people. So actually, yeah. Voltec does exist. There's a resort community of underground shelters for the ultra rich. Um, a resort. Yeah, you say it is a it is a doomsday resort. Um, I have a dirt side window. Oh, why does this not surprise me that you know about a doomsday resort, David? <laughs> I, I like a... to know about the options. You know, <laughs> it's the only I... thing Montana has going for it. <laughs> it's all those missile silos. Um, also, I've just uh, been reading a, a story earlier yeah. that billionaires are are buying land in uh, New Zealand. I think it was to build underground bunkers for a similar purpose. And it's just ramped up after the Trump presidency. Yeah. So get to know some billionaires and marry into the family. And here's why not because of bunkers, but because giant death spiders live underground in New Zealand and they're all going (laughs) to die when they interrupt that habitat. (laughs) And then you'll inherit the money. Yes. I just want oh. the Shire. That's all. Just give me the Shire, and and, and nobody gets hurt. So um, maybe I should put links to like the water filter <laughs> and the Camelback setup that I'm going to go with. Should I? I should actually just create a little blog site for you on the page, <laughs> and we'll just call it "What's the worst that could happen?" See, and it's just David prepping everyone for what the worst <laughs> that will happen. Oh, are you up for that? I could, I could write you some shit. Uh, yeah, you've seen some shit. Okay, so um, <clears throat> also in the chat room, uh, Drawlify Zero says that uh, hopefully the most uh, most votes until Betsy DeVos gets her votes. Uh, so that that's in reference to Rex Tillerson. But um, I mean, yeah, that's supposed to happen on Monday. So the we'll, problem we'll next week. with that, I mean, because it's a great line you know rex tillerson has the the most votes against in senate history but they weren't enough no mm-hmm. and so it's, probably it, probably at best they can tie him for the most votes against yeah i mean it's a it's a wonderful little silver lining but it's you know just a little bit of silver who's dolores umbridge here in this picture <laughs> that is dolores umbridge the Death Eaters really have taken over the ministry. <laughs> I think that's actually Rex Tillerson's wife. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Boom. It's Renda St. Clair. Yeah. Renda St. Clair? Yeah. Where uh, the not hell Brenda, she Renda? Renda. R-E-N-D-A. Where, where did you come up with a name like that? Rasha. Renda St. Clair. Is that? Um, let me. I I need to know more about this name, Renda. 
the important things here on O'Reilly. Oh. Oh. No. So, uh, 43 voted against 56 yes. Um, We're getting DeVos, though. Like, that's just, it's, we're stuck. Like, uh, we're getting DeVos. Yeah, it's possible. We're getting DeVos, and then my super right-wing teacher friends on Facebook can be very upset when they're out of jobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I posted something. They, you know, when I'm seeing this, is you're going to start to see, like, a huge fundamental shift in the way that homeschooling is thought of. Because homeschooling right now is that, you know, generally speaking, it's that, you know, religious-backed, um, way that kids are just learning about creationism. And as DeVos's little plans go into place and religion seeps back into public schools and vouchers allow people to, to funnel money to, you know, uh, religious back schools, intelligent people that want their kids to learn are going to start pulling them and you'll have little homeschooling communities and all of a sudden homeschooling will become desirable. Mm-hmm. It will. Homeschooling will will shift because what you're talking about is basically community tutoring. Yeah, you'll have out of work teachers that need, you know, they can jobs. Yes, money. they can they can band together and essentially, you know, reach out to the people that want their kids to still learn well, the you things know, that you need. That and the best part, the community will all have to chip in instead of it being paid for by tax dollars, where they all chip in. Mm, property so they're going to chip in before they chip in. To well, chip no. in again. It's like building a wall. A wall of education. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the title of this show, A Wall of Education. <laughs> Yo, dog. I heard you liked uh, paying for things twice, so you're gonna pay for public <laughs> education while you pay for your kids' public education. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, you, you, you had you had some going there, where with all the out of work public education teachers, all they have to do is make their own charter school because it's completely deregulated. They don't have yeah, to do anything do other than just like rent a building and say, "Come on down," and then they can collect the vouchers that they're that they're going to give they'll out. They'll anyway. just they'll just put every they'll create a Wikipedia page for all the arts, math, sciences, <laughs> and then they don't have to pay. They'll for do a everything with Khan, you say, everything is going to be done on Khan Academy. <laughs> they'll just have have a web page that that will be it. Khan Academy. Uh, oh in the yeah. rule-changing land that we live in, when those yeah. schools start to pop up, the rules will change so that mm-hmm. they are no longer allowed vouchers or government money in any way so that they no longer can exist. Well, no, all they they have to, want all it they have, one way. All they have to do is pretend to be a Christian school, like most of the Christian schools. I don't think that they just have to pretend. happened. I think um, the vouchers will go to whoever wants it. The, yeah, the vouchers the go to schools, the parents. The only well, the vouchers go to the, the parents. The parents bring the kids to school. The only yeah. schools that won't be able to turn those vouchers in for actual money are going to be ones that are teaching something that is actively not Roman Catholic, New International Version Bible. We're talking Muslim schools, of course. Um, yeah. If somebody is teaching about Judaism, 
they're going to get the axe. Oh um, no! Wait, wait, wait! If, if you're just if it's about if religious freedom. If it's about religion, because remember the Satanic Temple, <laughs> they're all about proper education. Oh yeah. So I can see this because they were already doing like after school programs. The Satanic mm-hmm. Temple was doing after school programs, you know, based mm-hmm. around and science and, and education, be, really good stuff. I would send my kids to a Satanist school. Yeah, yeah. I would too. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Where they can learn things like given the alternatives. <laughs> Where they can learn things like facts. Yeah, facts are and good. critical thinking. Not all facts, real facts. Critical thinking is the big one. Let's be it honest. It is. It so is. Yeah. In a way. The the good old Carl Sagan baloney detector. Yeah, I like baloney. Do you like detecting baloney? Yeah, I detect baloney and put a little piece of Munster cheese on it and roll it up. Great hors d'oeuvres. It's got to be good baloney though, like Lebanon yeah. baloney. It's got to have a first name. The bacon flavored uh, baloney <laughs> was not was not good. That's because it's only oh. it's unnatural bacon flavor. It's what a computer it's, thinks bacon should taste like. It's pink flavor. No, a computer would get it more right than that. <laughs> this is what, like, sea life thinks bacon tastes like. <laughs> That's what Muslims think bacon tastes like. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's what Muslims oh. think bacon tastes like. Nice. Tastes like nice. pink okay. wafers. There we <laughs> go. We're not making fun of your religion. <laughs> we're making fun that your religion doesn't like bacon. That's what we're making fun of. Because I make fun of anybody who doesn't like bacon. Yeah. Because <sighs> bacon. You just don't know. It's okay if your religion doesn't like bacon. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was either that or he was going to say more for me. I saw his breakfast platter the other day. That might happen to him. <laughs> that might happen to him. Okay. Oh, man. That, that <clears throat> brunch buffet is amazing. Mmm. Buffet. You should so, come up here. Just for the buffet. Just for the buffet. Yeah. So well, you and then turn around days. and get the hell out. Well, you got to have enough padding to be up in Minnesota in the winter. So yeah, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So um, Bannon, that guy again. He was yeah. the uh, white supremacist. The white supremacist. That's right. Uh, also chief strategist. Uh, uh, well, he he thinks that we're stop. there's going to be a war with China in the next few years. Yes, he's right. He hopes. Comments on his radio he's show. He's chief strategist. Yeah. He's chomping at the bit. He's just going to He's literally moving the pieces so that we have war with China in the next few years. And mm-hmm. he'll be a prophet. Oh, my God. Can you believe this war that I started with China that I predicted? That's wow. scarily accurate. That's pretty much what's <laughs> going to happen, I think. Okay. <laughs> so there's that. And um, yep. now, not to be outdone by his own, you know, secretary Brilliant. of whatever it is that he's doing, uh, Trump has decided to, you know, kind of rabble rouse. A world tour of douchebaggery. Yeah, that works. Um, he called up uh, President of Mexico, or, well, a call was arranged for them. These people don't actually press numbers themselves anymore. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, he said something about... If you don't take care of your bad hombres, then we'll send in our troops to stop the bad hombres down there for you. That sounds like invasion. 
that yeah. is explicitly invasion with military force. And, you know, that's just like, all we have to do is just drive up to your house and depose you right there. That's all we have to do at that point. Um, and then we'll just install our own good ombre instead. I had... Yeah. Because, why not? That's probably what Trump is thinking. Why not? It's because it's 2017 and nothing matters. Uh, there it is again. Yeah, I've, I've heard that before. <clears throat> um, <laughs> <laughs> now, he wasn't done, though. Trump wasn't done. Uh, I mean, he, Pence is VP, so we all very well might. Yeah. <laughs> he had another phone call with the Australian <laughs> prime minister. I'm just moving on. Moving on. Um, I'm sorry. So Malcolm Turnbull... Uh, the Australian Prime Minister. There was a conversation over the refugee agreement that the United States and Australia have, and um, basically Trump was going to renege on it. And the conversation kind of went downhill from there. And there were reports, erroneous apparently, or at least denied by Turnbull, uh, that Trump hung up on him slam of the phone uh i don't i think there was probably a bit of gruffness involved with the hang-up maybe it wasn't really hanging up it was just disconnecting early with rage but we're not going to call <laughs> that hanging up i guess i don't i don't i think it's just wordplay at that point what i'm saying is i really think he was hung up on just me just me. I think given our president's temperament, it's possible. Well, likely, I'm thinking. Um, Trump is also to focus his counter-extremism program. He's, he's generating a counter-extremism program. Okay. Solely on Islam. So he's mm -hmm. actually starting a holy war. Yep. He's going to attack an entire religion. Yep. Of... What is it now? Like 2.9 billion people? They will be cleansed from this country. Don't we call, don't we have a word for that? Um, a holocaust? Was, ethnic cleansing of ethnic, some kind? Ethnic cleansing? Well, I, yeah. Bad I, shit? Yeah. But you know, you don't have to be from the why, Fertile Crescent why region. Why has it got to be ethnic to be cleansing? Yeah, you don't have to be from the Fertile Crescent region, you know, ethnically. Oh, to no, be we know that. Muslim, to be. Andy, we know that. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah we but, know but who do you do, think. You do have to be from that region to be irreparable. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Um, who do you think they're going to go after, though? Oh, that's. What's the reality? People with that's, people with a high melanin content in their skin, obviously. There it but, is. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be um, simply an excuse. Mm -hmm. um, and suddenly, everyone who's not <clears throat> white <laughs> is gonna be a terrorist who is mm -hmm. also a Muslim. See, this is the this is the the fatal flaw in the whole 
what is this, the, the fifth or sixth Reich now? Um, whatever it's going to be. Because, okay, so Hitler went after a minority group, a minority religious group. Trump is going after a religious group, but technically speaking... A majority religion? A majority religion group in the world. A global majority. A global majority. That's messy. That's really, really messy. But I think the, the important distinction there is mostly he's probably going to be looking at things domestically. Mostly probably. And they're, they're not a, uh, you know, a majority here. No. No, they're. No, but they have resources and a large population everywhere that is tuned in to American broadcasting because we've said it before, you know, I, I have evidence that the American television system and movies and all of our media is ex- is our chief export. Our culture is our chief export. Mm. And and what's the worst that could happen? Well, we could start <laughs> the ethnic cleansing here, and all the Muslim countries of the world will band together to try to kill us. Huh. There it is. <laughs> Thanks, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Just a little bit. A little bit. Um... Weird how easy it is to predict that one. Yeah, that's <laughs> just one foot in front of the other on that one. Uh, nothing nothing fancy. Uh, so to continue with this vein, Trump, the Trump administration has officially put Iran on notice. Uh, National Security Whoa. Advisor Michael Flynn <laughs> issued a statement in reaction to the Iranian missile test and an attack on a Saudi warship by Iranian-backed. Houthi rebels in Yemen. Quote, it's either an empty threat or a clear statement of intent to go to war with Iran. Correct. That That is two sides of exactly what happened. It is it's, it's the second one. It's, it's one of those things. We're putting you on one. notice. On, on notice of what? We know you exist now. We have found you on the I map. found you on the globe in the Oval Office. I we got, we got maps. They're the best maps. They've got arrows on them. And Those flags. arrows are pointy. Yep. And in the middle of all the pointy is Iran. That's a notice. I, I knew Just you were Middle note. Eastern-y at one point, and now I know more. Uh, Trump is probably just going to try. It's like, can I just foreclose on them? Kick them all out? I mean, they can't be paying rent, right? He's going to buy up all that sand. <laughs> And then I don't think clothes. any president since LBJ has quite so much enjoyed whipping his dick out. But <laughs> but LBJ at least had the balls to actually whip his dick out when he did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had the most fascinating Air Force One so far. Um, <laughs> he installed so LBJ installed Lyndon hydro- Baines Please. Johnson just to yeah yeah. John, President Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a hydraulic chair installed in the Air Force one of the day that could elevate him above everyone else in the room with him on the plane. Perfect. That was his, that was the express purpose and goal of the hydraulics which were installed in this chair for Johnson. So that 
I guess when he stood up in his chair and whooped his dick out, there was no missing it because it was eye level. <laughs> okay. I I was unaware of that presidential <laughs> history fact. And, of course, he, his name was President Johnson. He also, um, after he was replaced as president, he he was in the air at the time of the inauguration in Air Force One, and they actually had a difficult time getting the plane back from him. <laughs> and when they did, the chair had been uninstalled. Oh, boy. Yeah, he was trying to leave an upper decker in the plane. <laughs> he he, and he took he, the chair? It's my I fucking think chair. He, <laughs> I think he knew what had happened in that chair, and, and nobody should be forced to sit in that chair after him. So he was actually doing a public service. Right. It's service. Public service. Okay. It's service. All right. Yeah. Service right to the end. Okay. So, uh, one thing that I'm, I'm actually kind of curious about, and this is one of those things that, that's going to eat at me, you know, right when I'm trying to sleep kind of thing. Trump, we've, we've followed Israel and, mm-hmm. and Palestine. You know, that we, we followed Yahoo that. was really excited about working with Trump. We followed the, them for a long time on the show, uh-huh. uh, trying to figure out why they exist and things like that. Um, and he has told Benjamin Netanyahu that he needs to hold off on building new settlements. Now, they were, they had actually they put out press releases that they were going to build housing for 5,000 more people in the area that they have just taken. So this is kind of a big deal. And nope. it's also a peaceful thing. Like saying, you know, you ought to hold off on it. It might not help, you know, achieve Middle East peace. Which is a really reasoned response from from Trump, which sounds like it didn't come from him. This is... I believe this is something else entirely. I believe that this is the only warning that Netanyahu is going to get before Trump hangs him and Israel out to frickin' dry. That's... Hmm. Because you know who lives in Israel? Uh, you know who he didn't mention in his Holocaust <laughs> memorial? Yeah. And do you know who his chief strategist is? Oh, B- Bannon, the white supremacist. The anti-Semite white supremacist. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Domestic abuser. You can be super excited to work with Trump, but Trump's people not super excited to work with Jew. Oh, oh I, see. I see. what you did. I see what you did there. Yeah. That's very nice. Okay. I hate and love you at the same time. <laughs> I hate and love me at the same time too. I did I didn't want to go there, but it just it was like, hey, this is where you need to take this. That's that's kinda it. Okay. So uh as usual, we'll we'll keep an eye on uh on the Middle East and especially Israel. Because boy is it just a it's a happening place. You know, I, I I do really appreciate all the, the fascinating technology. There's a lot of computer tech and, and interesting hardware that actually does come out of Israel that, that only goes directly to the private sector. So they, it's a little it's kind of Silicon Valley hotbed of, of interesting ideas and, and skill. So 
Oh, there's lots of places around the world. Yeah. South Korea is amazing. Yeah. For technology. Yeah. Just like, dear God. Usually South Korea isn't constantly under attack by North Korea. Not constantly. But there's a there's a bit more of the oh, I'm going to have to route around on my way home from work today because the street's gone kind of thing happening in Israel. So yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, um Spicer. Sean Spicer. Falsely falsely <laughs> accuses Iran of attacking a US Navy vessel. <laughs> Calling it an act of war. <laughs> Just pushing yeah. us a little closer. Remember last week it was two and a half minutes to midnight. Uh Yes, I did make a couple errors there, by the way, uh, changing minutes to seconds because I was just that optimistic, obviously. But no, it's minutes to midnight. Where's the lie? Yeah, I know. As as I'm why reading he... this, it's like, I'm inching that closer and closer myself. I don't know. Why, why does Trump first... think... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> by the end of the first hundred days, we're going to need an Animaniac song for all the countries that we're going to go to war with. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. I saw a meme that was Kim Jong-un going, I am no longer world's craziest leader. And he's got, like, all excited. But I guess I think that's a title that he would want to keep, though, which is bothersome. Well, yes, and... But it would also... Um, if somebody's crazier him? than him, then it, it kind of legitimizes his reign a little more. Everything that yeah. guy does legitimizes his reign in this country. That's that's true because he's a deity. Well, no, actually, still his father's a deity. It's he's weird. the son of a deity. So yeah, I mean, it's, by, he's, by, he's only a demigod. It's it's still a necrosy for um, dear leader. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I know for, I've forgotten dear leader's name. King Jong Il. No, his father. Un is the current. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's Il, yeah, who Kim was Jong his Il. father, correct? But there was more to that name. No, no it was it was Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il, I think, was the original. Then it was Kim Jong-un. Mm-hmm. And then Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-il, okay. All right. Okay. I, I stand corrected. Thank you, all, all you smart people. Okay. Wait Okay. Um, John. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. We've got confirmation from the. It's from the not okay. Well. It is. <laughs> Just three names. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not perfect. That's why I have the chat room and people smart to to talk to every week. We help make words go. Yay! I'm a packlet for words. Thank okay. you, Team America World Police, for teaching me about <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> wow. Ah, oh, no, not Hans Bricks. Oh, hey, Hans, how you doing? Oh. Yeah. Okay, so so that whole putting Iran on notice thing was revolving around this false attack. And Iran was like, uh, no. that's nice. You guys are so inept. Yeah, the notice was on you... them testing a missile. And yeah. then they just rolled out sanctions for that as well. Mm-hmm. And oh, Iran said, yeah. we'll do what the fuck we want. Yeah. We will continue to test. Yeah. And America said, let me <clears throat> loosen my belt. 
Pardon me while I whip out this military. <sighs> they borrowed those sanctions from Russia to to implement on Iran. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Kinda. It's weird that that came from Russia. Strange that we, that could happen that way in 2017. So, uh, House rolls back the rules uh, restricting gun sales to severely mentally ill. Um, Republicans are using the Congressional Review Act to roll back all manner of regulations. Um we don't need any regulations. Kevin Brady said the Social Security Administration overstepped its mission uh, <coughs> with all this. And, uh, yeah, apparently the vote was uh, 235 to 180. So you know what regulations cause? Fun. Deflate gate. <laughs> if there's no rule, there's no deflate gate. When? <laughs> wow, that's the most libertarian thing you've said this evening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Trump vows to totally destroy law restricting political speech by tax exempt churches. A politically huge victory for the religious right and a gesture to his political base. Repealing the law would require approval by Congress, at least. But, um, we're essentially in a theocracy at that point, right? What's the worst that could happen? Well, the religious theocracy that we create out of this can jail you if you're not a Christian. Hooray! Yeah, because we we don't have any examples that we could look at around the world of of theocracies and what they do to people that aren't the religion, like Saudi Arabia. Well, we can't ask for examples anymore because we're kicking those people out of our country. And oh. guess what, folks? You can't rely on the Supreme Court to say that that's unconstitutional because we can just stack the Supreme Court with as many bodies as necessary in order to make sure that somebody, a majority, says that's okay, that's constitutional. Yeah. And it's at that point that I leave the country. Because uh, I'll have to. At that to. point, it's too late. Well, I know, but no, but at that point, I will have to leave the country because... As an atheist, they'll just try to kill me. Try. I anyway. need to buy an island somewhere and call yeah. it Atheististan. Atheististan? <laughs> yeah. But if you put a stand at the end, you're going to get bombed. But we're not brown. Not, That's not true. If it's no. off this well, rock. If we're on an island, <laughs> we'll be very tan. Yeah. Space island? Space islands! You guys They're called asteroids. Space island. They're called asteroids, aren't they? It's the best island because you can have an island made entirely of water that you float around in. In the in news of levity at the expense of <laughs> Kelly and Kyle, I'm just I'm ignoring you and going to the chat room. Okay, so there was a record for the most negative votes for an appointee, but I'm also wondering if now we're setting a record for the most times Andy is just ignoring what David has said <laughs> and continuing on, like, just, nope. Not talking nope. about that. Moving on, moving on. Okay, so um, in, in staying with the, with the church thing, uh, church lady over here, uh, Trump at the National Prayer Breakfast, uh, well, he didn't really pray. Uh, he complimented the congressional chaplain for his prayers, and then told him that he Appointed was hired for another year. Yeah. Well, stated yeah. specifically that he doesn't know whether or not the chaplain's appointed, mm -hmm. or really what he does. 
Yeah. Then appointed him for another year because, I mean, we did what a great hell? job. Yeah. And then asked for him to pray for Arnold Schwarzenegger because the ratings on The Celebrity Apprentice uh, aren't as good as they were for him. And so he would like them to go up. At this point in Arnold Schwarzenegger's life, I feel like he had a flashback to an 80s, 70s movie called The Running Man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that happened yeah, in that the running moment man. for him. Oh. Now, I've. Yeah. Do, do we know how the three seashells work yet? Because if we remember the rather prophetic movie Demolition Man. Oh, yeah. Uh,. There was something about the Schwarzenegger Presidential Library. And I mention this because Schwarzenegger then took to, to video and replied to Donald Trump saying, uh, why don't we switch jobs if you think I'm doing so bad? Mm-hmm. So. Kitty's got claws. Kit, Kitty, well, oh, come on, come on. Put those <laughs> two in a room together and say only one of you can come out again. He's the goddamn Terminator. I know. <laughs> that is Conan. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no, there's nothing fair about that fight. No, no. I there's mean, nothing fair about Arnold Schwarzenegger, who continues to work out to this day, versus Donald Trump, who I'm not sure has seen ever what dumbbells look like, and if he has, they're probably covered in gold sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I. I've heard some of the policies that that Schwarzenegger has, and you know I'm 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 on board. It's okay, except to of course, some extent, you know, born in Austria, <laughs> that kind of thing. So that's kind of a a problem with the things that we have that are called laws. No, um, because no? a little birdie tells me that it's 2017. Oh, that's right, and nothing and matters. Nothing matters. And nothing matters. There we go. So just imagine me throwing a handful of confetti every time I say it. Confetti! It's a parade. I can. Oh, I I could. I'm just envisioning you like as Harley Quinn, but with a confetti cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Image complete. Okay. There you go. Uh, okay, let's see. Yeah, it, it keeps going. It keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in the, in the chat room said that would be called kindergarten coup. Oh! Because that's how that's, one-sided it would be. Must be uh, made! Oh, crazy millionaire money! <laughs> yeah. Oh. We need the guys who made Sharknado to produce that one. Oh, they would too. <laughs> they would because they have no souls. They would do it in a minute. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. We're in a theocracy led by a guy that doesn't know how to pray to anyone or, other than himself. Or um, doesn't know who Frederick Douglass is, can't quote anything from the Bible, but he, at least we have a Christian in the White House. Yeah, yeah. You know, we might as well talk about it. Um, and this is where my head goes through the desk. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll just kind of ignore a lot of the show, show notes here. Um because it's February now. February, being the shortest month of the year, is of course Black History Month. So, I then he did he he, did he just didn't he really He's, didn't. 
I have lost words. Okay. Go for well, it. we knew it was I'll, coming. I'll take some. I, I know, but I never well, had any what words. I'm, that what what I'm going to bounce strong. off of is what David said. And so okay. what I'm going to give everybody is a little bit of insider baseball. And so literally two days ago, I think it's two days, we had a conversation in the O'Reilly chat that is privy to people that take part in O'Reilly. Yep. And we were trying to figure out, hey, it's February. How will Trump handle Black <laughs> History Month? And yep. David said, he won't. And I said, I see it more along the lines of how he reached out to Mexicans when he had the picture of him eating a taco salad and said the Mexicans at Trump Tower make the best taco salads. It went into a conversation where we idealized that Trump would then have this weird setup photos of him enjoying all stereotypical black foods. And, you know, it was just going to be a train wreck of reaching out to the black community. Fucking Trump. One upped what I gave as a joke. As a joke, he one upped it by literally having no idea what in the hell he was talking about, who he was talking about, took the time to still find a way to bash the media, referenced Thomas Jefferson because <laughs> Black History Month is super proud of the fact that he banged black slaves. I raped. I, I was being somewhat nicer, but true. And it, it just blows my mind that in a completely hyperbolic fashion, we came up with an idea and Trump was like, hold my beer. <laughs> well, you know, you did say it was your goal to uh, troll him. And if you've been responding to his tweets, maybe this was his response. That son of a bitch. This was his response? <laughs> wow. Talk about a thin skin. And for go. those of you out there, it is 100% my goal during his time to get him to respond to tweets as I randomly pick the best ones or the worst ones, depending on how you look at them, and troll as much as possible. I'm going like, to get a response. Is that Amorosa in the picture next to him? It is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he did a little shout out to her. That's one of he a few a shout black out to people all the, he knows. The four black people he knows. Yep. Yep. Because that's that's I'm I'm telling you, he has the mind of a goldfish. He's only going to remember the last hundred people that he's met, and and has spent enough time with to know who they are. That's why he nominated them all to his cabinet and yeah. positions in the White House, so he doesn't forget who they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really it. Uh, it did come out also today. Um, it's not in the notes, but I, I, I'll put it there. Apparently, his doctor kind of leaked some information. Mm -hmm. uh, and before, I think it was in October when he was talking about his health, that he just took like one of those little baby aspirins and a statin, you know, for cholesterol or whatever. Uh, well, apparently, he also takes a antibiotic to reduce rosacea and also propecia for his hair. Huh, weird. Now, I'm thinking, okay, well, now I understand something. The rosacea, that's why he wears so much bronzer. Because he wants to look more uniform. The rosacea, you know, he could look splotchy. And he's such a narcissist that any visual appearance means the world to him. So he's got he's trying to reduce that, so he's taking that. He doesn't want to 
disclose that, so he immediately forgets that he's taking it. You know, whenever somebody asks him a question, and he's got you know layers on the bronzer to, you know, even himself out, I guess. Um, wouldn't it just be easier to to paint his face gold? Well, that would be next, I think. <laughs> That or he's just so in love with himself that this is the color he remembers his skin being sometime. And this is what he, he's trying to hang on to that memory. You know, like the, like the football player in high school that remembers that touchdown, even though that was the only good thing he ever did and will never ever let it go. No, I, he's got to go full blonde villain. He's got to literally paint his face gold and his hands. The only pieces of skin that he shows to the public world. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go all gold member or something. Um, yeah, maybe he's, that may be his is, future in ten years. You know, when he's, he's not deer leader, he's gold leader. Gold leader? Oh no! Oh, <laughs> not red leader? Oh no! He is gold leader because no. he takes medicine for that. No, gold leader standing by. Putin is red leader. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That's where we're going with this. Okay, so Gold Leader. That, that's, that's his new, uh, new name by me. Um, okay. But apparently the, and of course he wants his hair back because, you know, he's, he's famous for having the worst hair ever. So of course he's taking something to grow his hair. Of course. That, that's like, oh, what? Well, yeah, of course. Duh. I knew that was happening. Why, why didn't he list it? He could save himself a lot of pills if he just painted his hair gold too. I think he's trying to go for like that golden fleece look, because then he could just have a uh, um, like a Hollywood prosthetic hair, like Max Headroom, and it would be perfect all the time, and also gold, just like his soul. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. Um, now, it, it has been stated also that those medications happen to have some serious side effects, potentially. Uh, some of them are depression, and, well, they don't go really well with being president and being in charge of things like the world. Yeah, but no one cares about that because he has a penis. A a small one, if you look at some of the side effects of Propecia, but and increasingly, users and some <laughs> doctors are saying that the symptoms also do not go away when men stop taking he's got, Propecia. Are you telling me he's got a gold member? Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> Tell it. You want a Bond villain? How about an Austin Powers villain? Okay. Ironically shaped so, like a Sharpie. <laughs> Maybe unfortunately, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like I was talking, Fred, and then you I'm, two motherfuckers... Fred, you were, you were going over the, the, I uh, can't, the downsides I, here to... Propecia? I can't step on Goldmember as a... Well, Goldmember wouldn't like to. You can step on Goldmember. (laughs) (laughs) You will scream. (laughs) I don't know if he would scream. I think he probably gets down like that. It's right along the line of the the Russian hookers. (laughs) So, the side effects. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The, The derailed side effects 
reported love of water sports. Reported impotence. I'm gonna, you know, what? I'm fucking doing an Andy right now. They report impotence, <laughs> lack of sexual desire, depression and suicidal thoughts, and even a reduction in the size of penises or testicles after using the drug, which do not go away after discontinuation. <laughs> Well, okay. Now carry about if, your if, damn businesses. If they shrink, that'll just make him more human, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll certainly make it look bigger in his tiny hands. Um, <clears throat> so, um, oh, you guys have seen Deadpool, right? When his hand is like a baby hand. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's it feels huge in this. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Good okay. Time. So we're professionals. Professionals. Professional what? <laughs> okay. I know a couple of professional know. assholes on the show tonight. I know that. Oh, no. Oh. Um, okay, so about his uh, his religious um, freedom thing or whatever the hell it is that he's doing these days. Um, <laughs> the leaked draft of his uh, religious freedom order reveals sweeping plans to legalize discrimination. Um, if signed, the order would create wholesale exemptions for people and organizations who claim religious objections to same-sex marriage, premarital sex, abortion, and trans identity. <laughs> Amongst others, I'm sure. Um, but in the interesting news, uh, the GOP campaign to repeal Obamacare apparently has hit a wall, at least according to the New York Times. Republicans are struggling to come up with a replacement Shocking. And a key senator has declared that the effort is more of a repair job than a demolition. It's all it's all BS until they actually reveal something substantial. They've had years. I mean, they weren't ever going to give up. You'd they're think never that they'd going have a plan. Through, they they don't have a plan. And I, they're not I know. going to have a plan. What they're doing right now is damage control. They're making sure everybody gets the, the warm fuzzies and stuff. And then one of these days, we're going to go to war with Iran. And hey, on look the at the day monkey. one that we go to war with Iran, they're going to repeal the ACA. Oh, that is a dark prediction. I guess that's... they need some. They need something mm. huge that's going to distract everybody. So, and who's going to cover the repeal of the ACA over? We are launching missiles into Iran like now with planes and people. And there's boots. <laughs> the boots are are filled with feet. <clears throat> yeah, they, usually they they are. Yeah, sometimes piss. You know. Uh. Yeah, that's that's about the worst I could think. <laughs> What's um, the worst that could happen, folks? <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Thank you, David. Um, yeah. Also, Congress uh, just killed a rule restricting coal companies from dumping waste into streams. That seems reasonable. Yeah, because the Flint water was super tasty, and they want everybody to have it. Fuck streams, you guys. It goes right along the lines with the uh, Florida senator that decided to introduce a bill to just completely kill the EPA. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, ironically, a little bit of history here for you. Gorsuch, uh, the the Supreme Court justice nominee. Yeah. 
His mother is famous for nearly destroying the EPA. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's not good in any way that I can think this of. This is the world we live in, and what's the worst that could happen? Other than you dying of, I guess, black gut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... um, You know it's going to be bad when we start importing water from Mexico. Don't drink that. No, that's... Oh, dear. At least boil water it first. Water from Mexico is fine. It just has a lot of extra minerals in it. Yeah, I mean, I don't... you're not used to ingesting, so guess what happens when you have mineral-rich water? You poop a lot. Yeah, you got to get rid of that. It's but gotta go would I rather poop a lot, or would I rather get cancer and die? I'd rather just buy water filters. A lot of them. Okay. Um, Kellyanne Conway. No oh, good. <clears throat> We're back to this. She's that, definitely... That'll make sure everyone in the room's <laughs> flaccid. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, so there's a that's city an in old Kentucky. member. There's a city in Kentucky called Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. And Kellyanne Conway... Uh, during an interview Thursday with MSNBC's Chris Matthews, um, she said that President what, Trump's what? travel ban related to seven majority Muslim countries uh, was in part justified because of uh, – the, master, the Bowling Green Massacre. The ma- masterminds behind the Bowling Green Massacre. Yes. Two people who were from seven different countries. <laughs> <laughs> Two Iraqi refugees. That's their superpower. From seven majority Muslim countries. <laughs> uh, that is interesting math when you put it that way. Yeah, th- it really does start to fall apart really as she was saying it. Off the bat. Oh, right off the bat. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it never happened at all, Weird. ever. There was no massacre. There was no... None, nothing. None of this happened. It's all lies. All wrong. Oh, wait. But she just, what, misspoke when she apologized for it later. Um, but she's been she's been the queen of uh, the alternate fact. Alt fact. Now, guys, <clears throat> so so Sheffy Buck yep. uh, posts at BowlingGreenMassacreFund.com site that was put up today redirects donations to the ACLU. Yep. Uh, I think that we should also speak of this massacre with reverence. It's too early to talk about it until it has happened. That's right. <laughs> it's it's definitely too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got that quote from uh, Neil Carter. Yeah. And besides all of the uh, involved with this, mm-hmm. like when you actually like unpack and untie this, okay, so if you go back to what she's actually describing, maybe not the massacre, but you know, the fact that one time there were two Iraqi refugees in Bowling Green, Kentucky, <laughs> that actually happened in 2011. Sure. Two Iraqi refugees were found in Bowling Green, Kentucky, one of whom's fingerprints matched fingerprints that were on a roadside bomb in Iraq. This led to then-President Obama 
slowing down incoming refugees while they started increasing the vetting process. Slowing down, I say, because refugees were still coming in, and they were only specifically directed at people from Iraq. Mm-hmm. And every one of those six months, Iraqi refugees made it here. Still came to the country. It's not so a ban. It wasn't a ban. There wasn't anything like that. But, I mean, so she's using something that actually happened and was tied to an instance that people want to compare this Muslim ban to. So, it, I mean, it was almost like she had woke up that morning after being plugged into her, like, information port. There was some kind of mix-up, and everything got squished together, and she just vomited it out into, like, one statement. Fucking Sheffy Buck. And then topped it over with, yeah, it was a massacre. It was, yeah, they, they compressed <laughs> Brian Williams. Jesus. That's incredible. Oh. Oh, that's great. And there I was right in the middle of, of Bowling Green Massacre. Brian Williams. <laughs> so nice. <clears throat> well, okay. I'd like, I'd like it's to read you. To me, Brian Williams tells that lie about being in the middle of a war zone mm-hmm. where he was not. And is just blackballed forever. Trump tells X number of lies per minute, which is a number <laughs> greater than one. <laughs> and, and he's president. Yeah. It's it's obviously so a different standards. Different standards. Simply needed to just <clears throat> double, triple, quadruple down on this and be in every major battle since eighteen ten. <laughs> Well, according to Twitter, he was. Yeah, he was in a lot of According to Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, I'd like to read you the plaque for the Bowling Green Massacre (laughs) Monument. Oh, oh, that's... Citizens of every nationality wept as the truth died that day. Nearby, also slaughtered, lay responsibility, class, journalism, and shame. As Mm. usual, no one was held accountable for the massacre. But those who were there described a terrifying baby man with tiny hands and no vocabulary <laughs> skills. Frederick uh-huh. Douglass had nothing to say on the subject, having already died. <laughs> oh, God. But, but his legend lives on. <laughs> he's, done, he's, he's, he's done some good <laughs> things. They're getting a lot more, you know, they're getting a lot more attention lately. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what Frederick, Trump said. Frederick yeah. Douglass year. For sure, <laughs> yeah. The the actual text oh. of the uh, of of the Black History Month um, speech. You're gonna call it a speech? Ramble. Um, um, yeah, uh, that's that's available uh, on our show notes at areallyradio.com. Um, oh my god! <laughs> so now on to um, perhaps what what I think is is really one of the most damaging things that's happened yet. And that's Trump will order a sweeping review of Dodd-Frank Act rules uh, enacted in response to the 2008 financial crisis. Trump also will halt regulations that require advisors on retirement accounts to work in the best interests of their clients. Don't care if you make money long as I do. Well, yeah. Basically, all... they're, they're not required to do what's in your best interest. They only have to look out for their own best interest. Their personal interest, not their client. 
Now, in addition, there's uh, there's some really disturbing commentary that, that goes along with Mr. Trump on this, which is, oh no, shocking, right? Um, is anything disturbing anymore? Well, the, none of this is normal. We have to make sure that this does not become normal. Um, oh no, it's not normal. It's just not disturbing. Like, oh, this is this is what I expected. Here's here's exactly what Trump said Friday morning to the CEOs from a number of companies. Okay, quote: We expect to be cutting a lot out of Dodd Frank because, frankly, I have so many people, friends of mine, who have nice businesses who can't borrow money. They just can't get any money because the banks, they just won't let them borrow because of the rules and regulations in Dodd-Frank. I mean, it's like looking into a paper bag that says dead dove, do not eat, and then you find a dead dove. Like, I don't know what I expect. I think you expected gold paint and the ability to huff. Yeah, that (laughs) would be nice. You need something to take the edge off the dead duck. And And when you consider... That the the Dodd Frank Wall Street Reform Consumer Protection Act was enacted specifically to prevent a recurrence mm-hmm. of the 2008 financial crisis, which was a direct result of Glass Steagall, which repealed the 1930s law, which was enacted after the Great Depression to prevent yeah. a recurrence. Of that it's almost like history repeats itself. Yeah. So yeah, in this case, completely on purpose. 2020, 2024, somewhere in that time frame, going to be a good time to buy land. Yeah. Mm. Trump told CEOs uh, of J.P. Morgan Chase and Blackstone Group, amongst others, we're going to discuss all the things that you think we can do to bring back our jobs, to get taxes even lower than we're going to be cutting them now. We have a great plan, but I want to have your input on the plan in particular. And to do what we have to do in terms of regulation, we have some of the bankers here. There's nobody better to tell me about Dodd-Frank than Jamie. <laughs> Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. Well, why didn't he get a real, real American icon and talk to Frederick Douglass? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Frederick Douglass wouldn't have agreed with I him. I believe Fred Le- Frederick Douglass probably <laughs> turned him down by ignoring him. He sent out a, he sent out an invitation. Yeah. That's so Frederick. Yeah. It was just ignored yeah. him. There's a Ignore. guy in the middle of the country named Frederick Douglass. Like, why the fuck is the White House inviting me? <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be a popular name. It's gotta, it's gotta be. Yeah. We just we sent them up sent to everybody. Yeah. Uh so there he is. There he was. Asking the bankers. <laughs> Asking them. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Thank you. <sighs> do you guys do you guys remember Help you um, write the laws that are gonna govern you? <laughs> yeah. How bad could it be, David? I was going to say, do you, do you guys remember that time that Hillary took money to talk uh, from Goldman and Sachs? I do. Yeah, that was a big deal on the campaign trail, wasn't it? It yeah. seemed yeah. like a big deal at the time. It, yeah. yeah, they made it out to be a big deal. Remember uh, that time that Hillary Clinton said she misspoke? Yeah. And it was such a big fucking deal? Yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. So, so if we take those events 
where Hillary's getting money to speak, and we say that that's like a five. That's the <laughs> middle of the road, right? Okay. Bad things you can do. Uh, this one is bite the pillow, bitch. I'm going and dry. Uh, <laughs> That's that's not, that's, is that a number? That's not a number. <laughs> is that that's a new Who number? Who taught that's... you how to count? Did you already have <laughs> Betsy DeVos as a teacher? Ah, is... nice. Yo, nice. Just because you didn't take this algebra course doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I would never take that algebra course. <laughs> you and your alt facts there. Hey, yeah, you, you need to back that up with some cited references. Okay, um, so that's yeah. not a number. I have pictures that's, if you'd like to see. That's a Trump. <laughs> That's the Trump quadric equation. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. It's that new math. That new math. Okay. It's what we're getting now that we're getting rid of Common Core. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some <laughs> some people are very happy to see it go. I think they don't know what they're missing until it's gone. <laughs> um, that's it. That's it. That's that's all I have right now. I'm sure that there's more that we missed. Of strange fuckery that has been going on in our in our <laughs> in our oh. Oval Office. Uh, <laughs> fascism comes to America, swaddled in an American flag. Least. Okay, yeah. So so that was a show, guys. That that was that was it. Um, there's we're spent. There's nothing more. There's nothing more. And that's probably a good thing. So, um, there's more. There's more. There, there's more. So much more. There's more. There's a, a friend of the show. Um, friend of the show, Joe Pishkar. He's, uh, he's running a site called Epic Progress. Um, and he's been taking account every day of the, the Trump damage report. It's insightful. It's long and it's horrifying. Um, and it's cited. Everything's cited. Yeah. Uh, oh, Trump's personal flag flies on military convoy. Trump thinks he can endure more more pain than you. Trump explicitly <laughs> removed Jews uh, mention of Jews from the Holocaust. Uh, uh, Trump's winter palace, uh, Mar-a-Lago, uh, expected to cost taxpayers three hundred million dollars. That's for a weekend stay. Um, Remember that time? By the way, he's taking a vacation vacation? two weeks, two weeks into his presidency, and he's already taking a weekend vacation. Um, What's what's the story about Trump thinks he can take more pain than you? (laughs) You asked for it, didn't you? (laughs) I think it's something about getting his Sharpie stomped on. (laughs) We covered this. Stepping on gold member. Remember? Remember gold member? Well, here's... Here I do, but I I don't. I'm just right around. He's diversion. proven it in a Russian hotel, okay. <laughs> but this is one of those situations where, like, put your money while your mouth is. Like, I'm willing to endure some pain just to watch you endure more pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, I'm only 35. I could probably take it. Well, it's it's basically over all the all the controversy and everything that his actions are are drumming up. Basically, he's he's created a very hot kitchen. Can he handle it? Mm. And yeah, he probably can because there's just a small enough group of people that are so sycophantic towards him that they will recharge him no matter what. Well, and the fact that he endures <clears throat> no real tangible consequences. 
He is in essentially a consequence-free environment as president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, you we're, things we're I didn't think I'd this, ever have to say. We're looking at this all wrong, right? People uh, think that Trump cares about the criticism that he receives. Sometimes he does. Trump, Trump cares that people are paying attention to him. If it's criticism, okay. If it's praise, even better. But he cares that people are paying attention. And he's in the news continuously getting attention. He's literally having a train run on him of attention as president of the United States. And I think that he just lays down towels everywhere he goes. Timothy O'Brien, a Trump biographer who was unsuccessfully sued by Trump, says... It's not about physical stamina. It's about psychological scar tissue. He really is like the Energizer Bunny of the political landscape, and people have to recognize that about him. He is about because he is formidable in that way. The weakness he has is his vanity. He cares about ratings and cares about center stage. And he needs always to be the winner on that center stage. So he is essentially like Freddy Krueger. If we stop believing in him, <laughs> we'll stop having nightmares. Yeah, he he no longer is effective. <laughs> I wish that were true. And I know this. There's no possibility of this happening, and it doesn't work, and it's not going to. But in that same sense of where David was saying, he wants people to pay attention to him, and he's already lambasting. CNN and, and Washington Post and New York Times for being fake news. So if they just stop covering him, will it cripple him to the point of, you know, like he's so concerned over I'm not getting my coverage? He'll do something that they can't ignore. Yeah, he, it's, he has it's why the power ignoring do bullies that. doesn't work. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. Uh, he'll he'll keep pushing different buttons until they have to say Trump did X. Although I oh I mean if he would were to do X that would be really hilarious. But I do like the idea of of Trump as a tulpa that he came into being from <laughs> our country's <laughs> hatred and <sighs> and institutionalized racism. We made him. What we did. in that regard he we, would be a humunculus. No, not exactly, because a humunculus is is a representation of somebody that already exists potentially. So, the the topa was it? Yeah, yeah. That that's actually like just a straight spiritual creation, where where all that hatred or or whatever feeling it is, it manifests as an as a new entity. I like it's, the idea that his head is literally a sperm and his body is a robotic <laughs> prosthetic. I, where did that come from? What? Where? where he gets brain. That's where it yeah. came from. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It came from his fucking brain. <laughs> he just changed the wording instead of I like my idea where he was like, yeah, uh, I like the idea. I totally I like saw that. It's like, you know what? Plan B. I like this better. <laughs> I'm just going to bail out with this parachute. He's the Golgotham. <laughs> He's a shit demon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so just carrying on, the, the last word here is uh, is actually from 
John McCain, who says, I think the pace is obviously very fast because of the methodology used by this administration. I don't comment on that methodology. I've given up on that long ago. Oh, God. <laughs> this Senator man, John McCain this on the Trump administration. man survived torture as a POW, and Trump has worn him down. Yep. Didn't take long. At all. He's like, nope, not doing that shit again. I'm yep. out. And just Senator John McCain called the Australian ambassador to patch things up uh, over the, the little dust up that they had. Trump simply moved on to other matters and meetings and with CEOs uh, to talk jobs. Yeah. And then provocatively to threaten Iran on Twitter and ask that the National Prayer Breakfast to pray for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's well, actually not for Arnold Schwarzenegger, but for his ratings on The Apprentice. Specifically. It's 2017. And nothing matters. The end. There it is. <laughs> yep. That's that's it. That's it. Okay. So, uh, if you've enjoyed our d- damage report that we've done here and uh, and you'd like to help us out there's a few ways you can donate to the show through patreon.com slash overly radio and get early access to full uh, show, full show content and other goodies that I can drum up here and there uh, you can also make the algorithm work for us by reviewing us on iTunes to boost our rankings you can use your words and tell somebody about us and of course engage with us directly send us an email uh, or a message on the social medias at overly radio podcast at gmail.com or if you're the more talkative sort how about 470-222-ORLY or 6759 <clears throat> it's always ready to take your call or your text go for it and if you don't like what we've done here this evening you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255 available 24 hours a day 7 days a week the Lifeline provides free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones, and best practices for professionals. Thank you for choosing to waste your valuable time on us. This has been Overly Radio, part of the Random Acts Company. This work is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 United States license, including the music Rocket and Pangea, created by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next week with uh, hopefully a show that uh, isn't nothing but a giant shit fest. Of. Or dick joke? Well, no, we, it could be a giant dick that's a joke. Anyway. Come back next week and come check back out next our week gold and find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no better way to end it. Okay. All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks for coming. That's what she said? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love you people, and I don't even know why. (laughs) (laughs) Professional assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, must remember to hit explicit tag when posting. (laughs) Got it. Okay. All righty. I'll go ahead and shut it all down now. So thank you all for joining us in the in the chat room and participating with the show. I'm sorry about us being a little bit of uh, uh, kung fu fighting here with the, uh, the different lag, and I'll see what I can do about fixing that for next week. But in the meantime, um, you know, do the things that I said and, uh, and well, keep looking up. <laughs>